down your unders. Down your unders. Review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game. Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Art of War. Down Under. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 163 of the Art of War Down Under podcast. My name, as always, is Adam Cam or something, probably never heard of me, but someone you have heard of is uh, <laughs> the WTC maestro himself, the Plague Lord of uh, Down Under, uh, Mr. Matt Morricelli himself. How you doing, mate? Oh, the Plague Lord. I've been promoted from Plague Hall. How, well, how got, kind and benevolent of you. It got legended, right? So it had to, you had to, it had to evolve. Oh, I guess so, Matt. Let's go with that Plague Lord. <laughs> I, I sound like... Honestly, I sound like TJ Lanigan with uh with that. So, well, uh, don't know how I feel, uh, but we'll, we'll roll with it, Adam. We'll roll with it. We're rolling with something, and uh, mostly it's with the punches as various uh, factions get nerfed and buffed. As we are here to disseminate this balanced data slate, we are doing this pretty soon after it's come out, like within a couple of hours. So, if our, so a lot of what we're doing is off the cuff. I haven't had much of a chance to sit down and really deep dive things, but. We're going to get our red-hot takes out of the way. So, if stuff that we have said turns out to be correct, because, you know, we've had a weekend's of eyeballs on this thing and disseminating and, you know, alpha-cuff stuff isn't 100% cherry-freaking-ripe, uh, that is why, and we do apologize for it. Uh, mate, how you doing? We're back from another uh, pretty successful WTC adventure. You, you're ready to get some more 40K under your belt? Oh, I'm kind of wish this had come out a couple of months ago, right? And we could have played a, yeah, dude. a WTC meta that wasn't horrendous. Um, <laughs> but here we are. My invigoration for 40k is somewhat renewed with um with these new rules. So it's pretty exciting, man. Um, Absolutely. The game What's was the... a bit average. Yeah, game was yep. a bit average when it came out. Like the game itself is fine, but the meta was a bit average when it came mm. out, and the fixes didn't really do much to to sort of solve that. But this looks like we might start getting some interesting games of 40k, and I'm I'm pretty keen to to play games that feel like real games. This is so much more than I actually expected. I expected a by the numbers top two factions get hit, top bottom two factions get buffed kind of experience. And I am so freaking happy that they went with a big broad broad brush approach. And just about every faction has been changed and altered in some way for the better, for the worse, etc. As you needed your nerfs and buffs. And generally speaking they got it mostly right. There's one or two factions that I think got hit when they didn't need to be hit, and there's a couple that got hit too hard or not hard enough. But generally, I'm, I'm pretty freaking happy with this data slate. What about yourself? Yeah, look, I think um, I think the rules changes themselves are all positive. The balance changes in terms of unit points costs are a little bit, look, all over the place is probably too harsh, but mm. uh, I think they've hit the mark in some places and not quite in other places. Uh, but the rules changes themselves are all are all pretty pretty solid. So my biggest concern going into this was that they weren't going to have the foresight approach to nerf things that may become problems should they deal with the, the you know the big offenders. So case in point, you know if they only identified um, Eldar and GSC as being too good, you know, and then they they annihilate those two, and then we have T Suns custodies. Necrons and Imperial Knights just doing exactly the same thing, but we have it in four factions instead of two factions. Um, and so that, that was the kind of fear that I had. But no, it looks like they've had got plenty of foresight. In addition, um, they've buffed a plenty of, of, of armies. They didn't just buff Votan, you know, Death Guard, Admech. They, they went and they helped out Sisters a bit with points, and they, they did a bunch of other good 
things there. But jumping into this balanced data site, guys, if you do not know, though, uh, Art of War Down Under is a two-part podcast. First part, this is coming out Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning after the data site has dropped. If you listen to this back and things have changed, and who knows, it might be years from now when you listen to this back. If you are, hello, what is wrong with you? Uh, catch up. Uh, but the second part is available over on my Patreon, which is Art of War Down Under there. Please go check that out. Uh, Matt, are you still doing coaching, Matt? You still, you still uh, up for purchase? Oh, for free use, mate. Uh, I, I certainly am. The com for all of that. If you want a list, if you want to whinge about dice to someone and pay to do it, I guess you can do that as well. Um, the com. I'm there under the coaching. I think we're just revamping all the coaching pages, probably by the time this comes out, actually. So there should be some cute photos of me rolling dice in my living room on my profile, <laughs> a little thing I've written up. It should be great. Check it out. Fantastic. All right, mate, let's jump into this. First up in the core rules section, we have the Devastating Wounds. Delete the example from this ability and change the text to read. Weapons with Devastating Wounds in their profile are known as Devastating Wound Weapons. Each time an attack is made with such a weapon, if that attack scores a critical wound, that being a six, or you know, if you modify it on, on your whatevers, um, no saving throw of any kind can be made against that attack, including invulnerable saves. Such attacks are only allocated to models after all other attacks made by the attacking unit have been allocated and resolved. This is a fundamental and titanic change to possibly the most powerful thing in this edition. What do you think, mate? Yeah, well, it it means that anti-tank weapons with dev wounds are anti-tank weapons with dev wounds. They're not anti-tank weapons that roll a six and kill a whole attack squad. Exactly right. Um, That's the only way what happens, right? So this this is good. This is a yeah. strictly positive change. There's essentially no negatives to this change. Mm. Um, I, I, I really like it. I think this is uh, one of the one of the biggest things I could have done to fix the game, and I yep. think this is going to go a long way to you know to fixing balance. I think this was going to go a gigantic way to to rebalancing a hell of a lot of the game. I like the change. I think it's elegant. I think it's, it's very simple as well, just fundamentally changing what it does. I think there's a multitude of things they could have done. The only consternations I have is that a bunch of factions and units um, are going to need to get possibly rebalanced in the future. Um, because, I mean, if we're taking away devastating wounds, where do mortals come from anymore? Because there's, no, there's, no, there's not many psychic powers that do mortals anymore. There's not many guns that do mortals or attacks that do mortals. There's very few abilities that actually generate mortal wounds now. So all the all the abilities that we have in the game that give you resistance to get mortal wounds just lost just the ass just fell out of their value, which is fine. We'll just be rebalancing internally in our in our lists and stuff. But it does invalidate a lot of rules that used to be relevant, and that's essentially the only devil's advocate hat that I have to put on at this stage because this is what this is freaking awesome. Yeah, there's not much that has a feel of pain just against mortals like custodes, obviously one of them, but. What else has a fellow pain that only works against mortals? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, there's a bunch of Dark Angel stuff, which I suppose is why it's coming to mind for me. Because, like, but the, the... Yeah, but they also get it once per game, though, right? Like, the Dark Angels yeah, all true. Like, the Terminator, you yeah. get it once per game. Like, sure, probably, like, the mortal wound protection should almost be re, you know, I, I, I guess, changed to be, like, mortal or devastating wound well, protection for a lot of those things. For stuff um, like the Dark Angels, it does not matter because it's a free upgrade that was once per game. It's not a big deal. I'm more, I'm more talking about Custodes, I guess, where it was an integral part of their detachment and of their rules, and now it doesn't do anything. Can you actually think of anything that actually dunks mortal wounds now? Because all I can think of is is it uh, there's a Grey Knight ability to do sixes to do mortal wound a single mortal wound in addition, and I can't think yeah. of anything that's uh, anything apart from a couple of niche strats and like. Um, the grenade strat stuff like that that's going to be dealing like five possibly even six mortal wounds 
at a time. Yeah, Doombolt, Tank Shock. Yes, um, yep, yep. The Tantalus when it charges. Yeah, boy, watch out. <laughs> um, like, there's not very many. Yeah, they, they should probably just rework anything that has mortal wound protection to be mortal and dev protection would uh would make the most sense, I think. Fair. All right, um, next up, uh, read out and tell us about the modifying SCP cost stuff. Yeah, so rules that allow you to modify the cost of a stratagem when you target a particular unit uh, can only do so for a stratagem that targets multiple units if every unit of... if well, This is terribly written. My apologies. I'm going to start again because I just... The word unit's in here like 20 times. Rules that modify the CP cost of a stratagem when you target a particular unit can only do so for a stratagem that targets multiple units if every unit you target has the same ability to modify the CP cost of the stratagem. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh. I, I feel like I'm going to read this 10 times to figure out what it means. Oh, there's, there's more. There's more, though. Rules that modify the CP cost of a stratagem but that don't specify the name of the stratagem can only be used to affect the CP cost of a battle tactic stratagem. This does not apply to the aircast Colossus, Striding Colossus, or Towering Wraith construct abilities. So, yeah, this is a thing. Um, so, the, 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 do not ignore any of all of that, is my opinion. It's written so ridiculously. It's so and, strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so freaking strange. Um, but it boils down to if the ability doesn't specify what the name of the stratagem you're getting to use is it has to be a battle tactic stratagem or you can't use it is, is what i've extrapolated from the um from the example the example they've given here is that a captain's right of battle enables it to target by a stratagem for zero cp the ability does not specify a, a name of a stratagem and so it can only be used for battle tactic stratagems um, whereas Azaman's tactical acumen ability uh, specifically denotes firing Overwatch again for zero CP, and therefore you get to use it regardless of it's being a, a strategic ploy and not a battle tactics. Um, this is very confusing, but yeah, and suffice to say, if it doesn't, if if your thing says it can use an ability, use a stratagem again for zero CP or for less CP, um, it has to either name the strat or be a battle tactic strat. And I, yeah, I, this is probably one of the worst written things I've seen in a while. <laughs> There had to be a better way to write this, right? Like, surely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th I think so. But fundamentally, I think it's a good change. There's no more double and tripling up on the Overwatch. There's no more free Overwatches in addition. Um, stuff like that is only good, I think, for the game. And they have changed a bunch of the generalist stratagems to either be battle tactics or not be battle tactics stratagems, as, as we'll probably see them come up in the meta. But it's time for everyone to crack open their indexes again and just check if their battle tactics strats are any good. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Look, I, I'll be honest, I don't know what any of my strats for any of my armies are in terms of categories, so we're about to find yeah, out how good or bad my army is. It's pretty much never mattered before. But anyway, moving on. Uh, next up, we have Fire Overwatch, the strat here. Um, pretty much, it's, it's exactly the same, but the, the red text here, the stuff that has changed, um, is that you have to be visible. The, the target has to be visible of the firing unit, and you cannot use this strat on a Titanic unit. So those are two big nerfs. Um, to two of the, I guess, two of the worst offenders in the meta. Um, there is another hit to towering coming, which I think made this not as big a deal. Had they done one or done the other, I think they, I don't know if they needed to do both, and we'll, we'll find out as things eventuate. But definitely taking this away from indirect's a good thing, right? Yeah, 100%. Things, especially like Thunderfires and like, I don't know, um, like night spinners that modify movement and doing it from out of line of sight just when you move that that was a pretty big feel bad yeah uh, i think that's yeah. a pretty a pretty good change um, 100%. not letting titanic units overwatch like sure it's more 
more anti Wraith Knight tech. Honestly, it's more more layered Wraith Knight nerfs. Um, but in general, this is fine. Like, sure, it probably feels bad for Knight players that you can't Overwatch. Uh, that's you know a bit rough. I mean. So Chaos Knights don't feel it as much because the Chaos Knight meta was already leaning towards the War Dog. As, as you took to WTC and went undefeated, it was leaning towards the War Dog skew rather than the big boys. But the Imperial Knights were sometimes taking up to three big boys, and now none of them getting to Overwatch does kind of suck. Yeah, see, again, like I, I think without overcomplicating this, I, I would have liked those Knights to be able to Overwatch when they're the target of a charge. Like That's you should be able to overwatch yep. when you get yep. charged rather than yep. just standing in the middle of the board with a knight with a flamer and being like, lol, mm-hmm. don't come within 24. Well, <laughs> then, it would, then it would be changed to say you cannot use a titan, you cannot target a titanic unit with this stratagem in the movement phase. That would be sick. Yeah, correct. That, so that, that, that would have been again, a more eloquent change, I think. But again, this is probably fine. People who play titanic models are normally losers <laughs> anyway. So who really cares, <laughs> right? Uh, all right. I played Knights of WTC, by the way. <laughs> you I'm did, a loser you too. Did. It's all good. <laughs> you did. Oh, I felt that self-burn. It was well done. Um, tell us about Insane Bravery. Uh, well, you've skipped over stratagems that can be used more than once per phase, so I'm going to do that one. Oh, um, sorry, mate. Uh, so, yeah, so rules allow you to use a stratagem uh, even if another unit has already been targeted by that stratagem uh, in the same phase. So things like, uh, I don't know, like Captain, for example. Um can now only be used on battle tactic stratagems unless they say the name of the stratagem you're allowed to use. So things like Azurman can still double Overwatch, uh, but for everyone else, uh, you are only using battle tactic stratagems. So similar to the CP cost and modifier and everything, like battle tactic strats are now the only ones that are modifiable or free use. Free use. Um, So just check the Astartes. Just for example, I checked the Astartes index. Armor of Contempt... Honor the Chapter and Storm of Fire are all battle tactic strats, so you can still double up Armor Contempt if you had a new situation for it. Um, okay, uh, Insane Bravery, I'll just take over then. Um, you have to now do Insane Bravery, which is the one CP, you know, auto pass uh, battle shock. Um, you have to do it before you roll the dice now. It used to be you could roll the dice and then, you know, choose to auto pass. Now you have to do it before you roll. Um, the target is a unit from your army that must take a battle shock test. It's still um, in your command phase, so you can't do it against any of the, um, you know, say Dante's point at you in the whatever phase and do it. Uh, and then you automatically passed, but cannot use this strategy more than once per battle is the restriction now. Um, does this fundamentally change the application here, or is this just a, you know, a nice little quality of life improve for the three armies that function around battle shock? Oh, I just think it makes the like battle shock relevant. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so look, here's the thing, right? I played six rounds out of an eight-round GT last weekend. Um, yep. Don't need, to, don't need to talk about the games I didn't play. Uh, but <laughs> I, I played six out of eight games, right? And I think there was an auto pass in three, maybe even four of those games. It actually happens pretty often. Hmm. Um, in every single one of those scenarios, not passing would have been a problem for the person who auto passed their battle shock. So I think this is going to make this mechanic a whole lot more important and things that, you know, add battle shock tests. It, it kind of like, obviously, you know, you, you cause a battle shock test in the shooting phase, the stratagems are relevant yeah. anyway, yeah. but causing multiple battle shock tests on a key unit now, you know, a, it forces you to spend the CP before you even roll. So, you know, if you've got a, a Necromori unit that wants to reanimate twice and do things and, you know, go and be annoying. If you fail that battle shock test, and you don't have the Royal Warden, and almost nobody has a Royal Warden in the Necron lists, like, you're actually in a whole lot of trouble. So mm. 
what this is, right, is this creates a win condition into Death Stars. It creates a win condition into, like, you know, anyone that has a big unit that you can just cause battle shock tests on and then force them to spend the CP or play the game without CP. Actually, it's a really big change. This, I think people are sleeping on how important this one's going to be. Yeah, I think this is quietly one of the most, like, game-to-game most impactful changes uh, of, like, Whereas I think a lot of the previous ones just fundamentally change how you're going to build lists. Like devastating yep. wounds is not something you will seek judiciously in every single at every single point anymore. It's just changing yeah, how you're going to build lists. This is just game to game is going to change quite a bit. I mean, of course, sorry, fire Overwatch is going to change as well. But um, I love it. I love it because there's three freaking factions, man, that all function like as Battleshock has been one of their core mechanics. Chaos Knights, as you as you definitely know, Nids and Demons. Uh, they all function off Battleshock. And then they were like, lol, let's just give every single player the ability to just ignore your rules once per game whenever they want. Um, after they see the freaking dice as well. I thought it was I thought it was quite frustrating. Um, yeah. tell us about the changes to ruins. Yeah, so the visibility, like in the the actual the way you play, the visibility doesn't change at all. The first thing is that aircraft essentially just ignore all visibility. Uh, they just measure to and from the models. Um, towering used to be the same. However, towering models now need to tow into a piece of terrain to shoot through. So the only line of text that's changed is at the bottom, and it says towering models that are within uh, this terrain feature can also see out of it normally. So it's not wholly within. You don't have to have your entire base in there. You can just tow in and shoot through. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're standing behind a wall and an Imperial Knight sees you through seven holes in the ruin, but they're not touching that ruin, you're safe. Welcome to yeah. Ninth Edition. It's almost like yes. some of the things in Ninth, you know, actually worked. This yeah, is one of them, about- and it's back. <laughs> yeah. One, and one thing I will say about this data slate, it's showing a lot of their, their catching up quicker in 10th edition than they were in 9th edition. So they're getting quicker at the things to get it back to a state of balance than they did. You know, we struggled for, I think, two years of 9th edition, seeking some of the places where we're almost getting to now in 10th edition. Um, do you think this is a good well, change? It's for easy. Yeah. It's easy okay. when you already have the rules written, though, right? Because they yeah. wrote these rules two years ago and they still work. Spot on. Um, do you think this is a good change to towering? Um, I think it's a healthy change for the game. I think in combination with the points nerfs that like Imperial Knights, for example, already got, and there are more coming, brace yourself. Um, in combination with that, it's probably a bit too much. It probably makes things like big knights a little bit too weak. Um, I, I tend to agree, but that's only because we've got more hits to come to uh, big models, essentially. It looks like it w- this was the let's annihilate the big models from the, the face of the earth or really disincentivize them. I, I still think there are niche cases where, you know, Canis Rex might make a cut in a night list and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, they're really being de-incentivized. But moving on, that is the core rules changes. We're about to jump into the faction changes. The first of those are Glyptus Custodes, and there are quite a few. So the Unwavering Sentinel Strat, uh, has been changed to the Epic Deed strat, so there's no more double-up or freebies for that strat. Um, custodian Guard data sheet is changed to four to five Custodian Guard, so you can no longer have ten mans or any any more than five. That's it. The same has happened for the Wardens, so you can't have up to six. It's now four to five, and you can't have... It used to be you could have three Wardens, is that correct? You, you used to be able to have three to six, I think it was. Yeah, I think, but I think Wardens was three or six. I think the Custodia Guard was more incremental. I know the Laris is more incremental as well. I can't remember. I think the Custodia Guard was three or six. But anyway, it's four uh, or five yeah. now. And then... Alaris very- was like one one to six pretty much, wasn't it? It was almost like... 
I think they start at two, no, two but then sorry, yeah, two. they went yeah, sorry, yeah. two to six. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Virtus Predators is now uh, two to three for their data sheet. Um, the biggest oh, changes of are... damn bikes. I know those damn <laughs> bikes. <laughs> Watch, Meta, out. Meta <laughs> Watch out, mate. Uh, fu- fundamentally, a huge change to custodial guard, though. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I think it's very positive. I think the ten man guard units with the characters were completely obnoxious. Um, Agree. The fact that you could drop in like two 10-man guard units with characters, like double rapid ingress, uh, and then just like stomp a flank was the most oppressive thing. If you haven't experienced it, just imagine like going out and like attacking a custode flank and killing a couple of guys, losing a couple of guys, and then you know, in your turn, you you move your stuff, then 20 guard with, you know, a captain and a blade champ appear behind a wall that you can't interact with, and they're just on you the next turn. Um incredibly obnoxious and that's gone so i'm I'm very happy about that me too so it was the unwavering sentinels strat that got changed and that was the fights first it was the fight first one so that's yeah no longer a battle tactic that is now epic deed uh i think this is a, is a great change for the game what i'm really interested to see is how this changes the character usage because it was all well and good slapping a, a, a blade champion or and or a a shield captain in with a 10 man and getting the value there. But now would you do the same with a five? I'm not sure if you do. I'm not, I'm not sure oh. where the, uh, where the lines are there. Does every single custodial guard unit now get uh, and every single warden unit, every single Lars unit get a character or is some are just hanging out doing whatever? I, I think people will quickly realize that a more MSU style custode list is for the better, almost as powerful as yeah. the other one, but yep. way more fun to play. Uh, uh, for, both, totally for both people. Like I totally agree. Yeah, totally agree with that. Uh, I will tell you that they have had price reductions on Sagittarium and um, Venatari. I don't know if they're significant enough to have them see play, but eh, it's relevant. Uh, whereas well, the custody possibly gone up, could they? couldn't have gone up, right? Uh, whereas custody guard uh, went up twenty points for a four man twenty, so they went up five points per model. Um, Alaris went up five points per model, also. And the Wardens, da, 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 the same, I believe. Yeah, five, but they all went up five points. All right. Um, what is the next? We've got Admech, my man. Admech. I know nothing about this faction. I know they're robots and they have funky guns. And Skatari Rangers now have a four-plus save and a five-plus involve instead of what I believe was a five and a six. And it just bumps yeah. them up by one. And yeah. Skatari Vanguard have the same change. Those are the only rules changes in there for Admech. It's exactly the same lever they pulled uh, in what, with their, was it a supplement or was it with Army of Renown, the Sakatari Veteran Cohort? They pulled exactly the yeah. same lever previously in order to try and um, give them a little bit of a boost. I'm not qu- quite sure if they know how bad Admech is because I don't think this is enough. Um, I haven't got a There are huge... a lot of points changes though. I was about yeah. to say, I, I think the point changes are extensive. I'm looking at their <laughs> their entry in the, the field manual now and yeah, it's all red. Which you'd hope is all of them going down. So hopefully that is enough to see them get over the line. Uh, next up, we have the Eldari. Uh, Phantasm has been changed to be infantry only. The best stratagem ever printed now only affects infantry. And it's still probably the best stratagem ever printed. Dead set, still the best. <laughs> and the fact is that they've told you not to take the stuff you used to use it on anyway, like all the fire prisms and night spinners and wraith constructs have all gone up in points. You're probably going to take more infantry now anyway, so maybe it's still just as good, but at least it won't be used on a wraith knight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely still just as good. Um, that being said, like... I, I, I don't know, man. Like, 
it, it's a lot more interactive when you're not hiding a 500 point Wraith Knight behind a building with Phantasm. If you're hiding five warp spiders or an Autark or something instead, the game is a lot more of still a game, I think, Dude, at that point. 120%. It's being used on something that's not going to fundamentally table you. There's going to be interplay, it's going to be meaningful. I think this is a fantastic change. The stratagem is still going to be see used just about every game, just about every turn, every game. It's still that good. Yeah, cool. I, I, I think so, man. Like, I, I think that the uh, I, I think the strat's powerful. I think that like a lot of Eldar players will still build around it. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be one of the like the main tools you sort of have to win games as an Eldar player. But I think it's going to be way less oppressive to play against. That's fair. Yeah, I, 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 exactly right. It's not going to feel like the gut punch. Uh, that you never see coming. Dude, it's so stupid. Like, you get full knowledge of your opponent's movement phase and then just get to be like, ha, no. <laughs> it's for once. <laughs> it's uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, definitely, man. All right. Tell us about agents. We have just got the uh, exaction squad data sheet has been changed. So you now take one Proctor Avactant. I don't know what that is. Then you take nine exaction vigilance. I don't know what they are. They're the normal exaction dudes. Then zero to one cyber mastiffs. Don't know what they are either. It's not the normal exaction squad guys. Are. Cyber mastiffs um, are the puppies. They're the good old puppies. Oh, yeah, oh, how cute. Um, and then we just change the bullet point of the war gear to up to two exaction vigilance can have their arbiters combat shotguns replaced with one of the following, and then all of the uh, the weapon choices there. So what they've done is they've made the exaction squads go from five to ten minutes. They are disincentivizing forty point scoring units in. Basically in knights, but you know, in all Imperium armies. So, um, and I'm he- I'm here for that. It's absolutely. not fair that the entire Imperium gets access to this, and <laughs> well, chaos gets garbage. You still take the breaches if you want, which is still a five, but they don't have the feel no pain. They don't have the good guns. They're essentially the combat version of the Exaction Squad, which are ridiculously cheap. Still, they're just not bonkers value. So you can still have your very cheap unit, but it's just not going to be what the Exaction Squad was, which I think is absolutely for the best. It is such Imperium privilege. That they that they had access to that unit. Yeah, I think Voidsman went to fifty, so like you could still get them, just yeah, not the best one. That's also the cheapest one. Correct. <laughs> well, I was. I've no idea what the cheapest. Um, Death Guard have just had a whole new freaking rule added to their their army, which is amazing. It's called Spread the Sickness. It's their new detachment rule. Uh, during the declare battle formation step, select one of the sicknesses below. Until the end of the battle, all units from your army with the Nurgle's Gift ability um, gain the selected sickness. So Skull Squirm Blight, Aura, they're all Auras, uh, when an enemy unit is within a containment range of this, worsen the ballistic skill and weapon skill characteristic of weapons equipped by those models by one. So it's it's weapon skill, ballistic skill, so minus as the hits still count as well, so that's very nice. Uh, rattle Joint, uh, a, a U, or whatever. Uh, well, an enemy unit is within a contagion range of this unit, worsen the save characteristic of models in that unit by one. That's sick. And Scabrous Soul Rot, while an enemy unit is within engagement range of this unit, worsen the leadership and OC by one to a minimum of one. Whew. Okay, and they change the parenthesis at the end of each current rule to so enemy units within engagement range of it will have their characteristics modified. Okay, I don't know why that needed to be done. What do you think but, of the rule? Yeah, because it said characteristic before, but now it says okay. characteristics. Because yes, the yes. toughness one still applies. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so the leadership one is hot garbage yeah um, don't know why that's even there to be honest the other two are very good uh, the other two are like genu- a genuinely very very good 
rules. 100%. Like minus one save into Grey Knights, Terminators, minus one weapon skill, ballistic skill into like Tau. Like how good? Well, do, uh, the minus one weapon skill, ballistic skill, I was thinking about that into Guard, into Votan, into Tyranid Swarm. When you put them all at hitting on fives, it's huge. And then you can leverage, you know, minuses to hit and stealth and stuff like that to put them on freaking sixes. Um it can be really big. The thing I love, though, is the idea of finding the fastest, dumbest unit that I don't care about and just using it as an aura of minus one save against my opponent and just flying it around. Sorry, Adam, it's Death nothing, Guard. Nothing moves fast. Nothing's fast. And nothing's cheap. And nothing's <laughs> cheap. Um, uh, I'm a dreamer. What can I say? But, yeah, really good. Um, yeah. Will it be enough? Remains to be seen. I haven't written a Death Guard list with the new rules yet. So, hey, may- maybe it is enough to make some interesting builds work. Um, I like that it's a weapon skill modifier, not a not a, like a hit modifier. So it's like stack. Um, that's, you know, really interesting. Um, I think it's a good change. I think it's a very positive change for Death Guard players. What's the name of the Flesh Mill unit? Foded Blight Drone, 100 points. You go to 100. 100's not bad. 100's not bad. Maybe that guy's still, it's still like we're talking about something that's still not actually that fast. It's like what rhino speed. <laughs> it's not, it's not stonking up the board turn one for you. Um, but, you know, might be a thing. Meet my uh, friend Rapid Ingress, mate. Rapid Ingress solves also, all problems. Also a great idea. Uh, but yeah, I really hope that Death Guard can actually start to play the game again. My biggest issue that is that let's say they made Death Guard the best army in the game. Everyone just takes like triple Night Speeder, triple Thunderfire, and just makes them all move two. Who cares? <laughs> Can't play the game again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of that. All right. Tell us how they are murdered Death Watch. Yeah. So they've just changed the three stratagems, the three like specialist rounds of so Dragonfire, Hellfire, and Kraken rounds to only affect bolt weapons. So there's a whole list of bolt weapons here. I'm not going to read them out for you because I don't think I want to say the word bolt 70 times. Um, but these uh, specialist ammunition rounds only affect bolt weapons. They affect almost all of the the weapons you'd expect, all of your your vet guns, your stern guard, you know, those sort of things. Um, shouldn't be too much of a change. Obviously doesn't affect desolators anymore. Because yep. let's be honest, cracking around desolators can like literally go Just, and yeah. Yeah. Ne- never come back. Um, well, good news, yeah. mate. <laughs> they're, they're gone. They're oh, yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Well, Desolators in general have been oh. sucked. They've sold well, enough of them. It's time to get rid of the, the data sheet. Um, so notably here, the frag, of course, the frag um, frag cannons aren't here, which is the, th- the other thing that got a good leverage out of these strats as well. So, yeah. Um, next up, we have GSC. The cult ambush army rule has changed. The first paragraph now reads, if your army faction is GSC, each time a unit with this ability is destroyed, roll a d6, adding one to the result if a unit is a battle line, and adding one to the result if it's the first or second battle round. On a 5+, plus, add a new unit to your army, identical to destroyed unit, blah, 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 everything else is the same. So on turn one, if you use a battle line unit, it comes back on a three, and then the rest of the game is a, or, or, or round two. From three onwards, it comes back on a four, everything else on a five. But you also add one for every, anything that dies in turn one and turn two. So anything that dies in turn one or turn two is coming back on a four or better, and then thereafter on a five if they're not battle line. How do you feel about this one? Oh, it's very good. It's a very good it's change. It's real good. Praise be. Yeah. Like, GSC weren't, like, winning tournaments because of Eldar, but if Eldar had been nerfed and GSC had been left the way they were, I guarantee you next weekend it's going to be 60% Gene Store Cult win rate. Yeah. Like, yeah, straight up. Correct. Um, this... 
this gets rid of the stupid I can't kill anything feel bads, man. People are having such a bad time with this army. It's so unfun when everything comes back. Um, this is a really good change. Um, the Italian Jackal's data sheet outrider gang's ability has been changed too. Each time you use the cult ambush ability to set this unit up back on the battlefield, in addition to the normal rules, all of its models must be set up wholly within nine of a battlefield edge, and at least one of its models must be touching one of your cult ambush markers. That marker is then removed, blah, blah, blah. Does this, um, does this change what it does now in that you can... Because right now, I think, it's, I think it reads that just like everything has to be within range of the puck, right? Have to all be within. I think it's three or six inches of the of the ambush marker. Is this meaning that they can string now with jackals? That is a WTC FAQ and not a oh. GW FAQ. So what this is saying is basically you can't just put a marker in the middle of the board and have the bikes deep strike in the middle of the board. Ah, They've got to come on touching the edge. Is all this yeah. is really changing? Easy done. Um, Grey Knights quickly. Haloed in Soulfire has been changed to not to be a strategic ploy. I'll quickly look up what that one is while uh, Maddie tells you about Imperial Knights. Yeah, so the Bonds abilities have changed. Uh, now it's it's all the same. It's only the Armager unit that gets accept, uh, affected by the Bonds ability. So your Warden hands out minus one damage to an Armager. The Warden itself does not get the minus one damage anymore. Very big change. Imperial Knights are. You know, like I said before, Titanic models are big losers. Imperial Knights are big losers here. That um, that feels pretty bad. Uh, yep. You know, it, it's going to make the big knights a lot worse. And then um, Thunderstomp changed Epic Deed and Trophy Claims 2CP, Valorant Stands 2CP. They were, that was the same as previously. Um, the Grain Up strat that got changed was the um, essentially the Lone Op strat. The 2CP you can't be targeted um, unless you're within 12 strat. So now that's, that's no good, longer because that, that shouldn't be free. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, that was a good change. But yeah, this to me is the nail in the coffin of, of big knights for imperial knights, and it's just going to be remain to be seen whether the little knights are enough to carry it, like uh, in chaos knights. And I've got a feeling they're not, because unlike chaos knights, they don't have a freaking brigand. Yeah. Well, the, the, there was a brigand nerf as well, to be fair. But um, true. Yeah, look, I, I think it's going to be one big and lots of small for Imperial Knights. Now yeah, that you're I still going to want the Bondsman abilities, probably still going to want. Like, man, you could run the Lancer. Like, the Lancer yep. just goes yep. and messes stuff up, and he's got a good Bondsman ability too. Like, you can run just him, and then, like, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of small dudes. That's probably a fine list. But Imperial say, Knights are going to get hurt pretty bad here. Does Canis even have a. Like, does Canis even have a buff? Like, does he even have. A, I don't even think he has a Bondsman ability. I don't believe so. He so shoots you're not, good. You're not losing anything by like he he hasn't lost anything in this. Yeah, that's true. So maybe he's the take. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, all right. Next up, we have Leagues of Votan, and they just have a brand new detachment rule called Ruthless Efficiency. Uh, change the first paragraph to read: At the start of the battle, select a number of units from your opponent's army, depending on the battle size, as shown. One relevant here is that Strike Force is four units. Each of those units starts the battle with two judgment tokens on them. At the start of any of your command phases, any of those units, uh, so if at the start of your command phases they have been destroyed, you gain a number of CP depending on how early in the battle you destroyed it, as shown uh, below, etc., 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 as per normal. Uh, this is pretty good. This is a f- with the with the points changes that they got. This is like essentially almost a fundamental rethink of the faction. What do you make of it? Yeah, this is going to make Votan a whole lot better. I think the first time a lot of people play against Votan after this change, they're going to be surprised by how much damage they do 
Um, this is it's pretty good. So legitimately, they're gonna you, so just to break it down for people uh, at the start of the game, they're gonna put down four plus one to hit, plus one to wounds on your units. They're gonna say this one, this one, this one, a plus one to hit, plus one to wounds straight off the bat before the game's even started. Um, and I think that is extremely a, a much better place to start for them when, especially with their whole army hits on freaking fours, and will now at least go to threes. Yeah, they're gonna have a whole lot more stuff as well. You'd, yeah. you would think. I'm pretty sure they will. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right. Last one. <laughs> all right. Space Marine players, say goodbye to your Desolation squads. Go put them on bicep and sell right now. Change the bullet point in unit composition uh, for Desolators to be one Desolation Sergeant and four Desolation Marines. No more 10 mans. No more stick and buffs on them. Don't even bother putting an apothecary in there. They're going to die the first time you look at them. Desolation Marines are gone out of the game. Dead. I have to say I hate this change. Um, nah, nah, it's great. Well, the thing is I don't really care now because we've got a codex coming that's going to kind of reshuffle everything anyway. But if this was to happen, say, uh, two months ago, that would have been the best unit the Marines have would have been absolutely destroyed. And the next best unit is like, over the hill, far, far away. Desolation Marines were by far the best unit in the Space Marine Index, and it wasn't even close. Um, like, the next best is probably Aggressors, I guess, um, who take who have to take the same buffs. Like, it, you, you can't have both units in the same army because they both need Bolter Discipline. Uh, they both need to Storm of Fire and everything like that. So, like, you can only ever have one super unit, and it was always Desos. But now they're dead. So yeah, yeah, but your best unit shouldn't be an, an indirect fire unit that sits I in the back of the board and just kills stuff. It's it's terrible. That should just be a rule. Like, oh, that should be up on the whiteboard in G Dub. Like, what is the best unit in X Army? Is it an in, in, interactive piece of crap? Uh, you know, should, therefore delete it. But anyway, that is the balanced data slate portion of this. Now I have um, all the points changes up from the the field manual. Um, and we are going to go through every faction for a minute or two and just talk about um, up or down. I mean, Matt's going to throw out a couple of units, maybe, that come to mind for him that could be good if they got up or down, and I'll be able to tell him if they went up or down. Because, like I said, we're doing this very soon in the piece of when this is coming out. My man. Yes. Sisters. Everything went down. Everything um, went down or stayed the same. Yeah. So I, I played Sisters on the weekend, Adam, and the army at 2,000 points had 31 units. That's a lot of units. It's an absolute shitload of units. <laughs> None of them and now anything. they're even cheaper. <laughs> None of them... No, so most of them do nothing. Yeah. Um, I actually... I've got this sneaky feeling that Sisters are kind of good. Yep. I hope that's the case, we'll man. We'll find out. I could be wrong. We will. So Repenture um, down 10 yeah. points. The, the issue with Repenture is not their points. It is their uh, output, their damage output. Just just ain't there. Um, Celestine went down 15. Triumph went down 25. Uh, both pretty relevant units, I think. Um, the Did Retributors go down? Retributors went down 15 as well. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, uh, so so the, key, the key here is Arco Flags, it's Crusaders... Um, it's the, uh, where is it? Yeah. The, the Zephs and the Seraphim stayed the same. They're already cheap enough that it doesn't really matter. Um, the, uh, Penitent stayed the same and they were already pretty good. So like 
the stuff that was actually good is kind of said the same, but the fact that you could have like three units of Crusaders for 75 points, three units of Arco Flags for 120, yeah. three yeah. units of Death Call Assassins for 105, you used to have all these scoring units. And then you basically build up this like pool of Miracle Dice. Uh, then you spend like, use the term where, you know, the Triumph makes them all sixes and lets you use as many as you like. And then you bust out this Retributor squad that hits, you know, with every shot. Wounds with every shot, and every shot does eight damage. It's pretty good. Uh, Fair. That sounds you know, actually sick. It's kind of spicy. Yeah. I, I actually think sisters might be okay. I don't think they're going to go and they're going to win GTs, but I, I reckon you could get to you, – you could go like five and one with the sisters army right now. So the one buff I wanted to see happen for sisters is that you know how there's the power armor caveat with cover? I wanted to see that removed for sisters. Being toughness three – I think whatever you, you shouldn't have to cop the the that uh, that nerf when you're in cover as well. Leave that for the toughness four, the toughness five armies, etc. Um, all right, uh, next up, custodies. Pretty much everything, uh, yeah, got hit <laughs> except for the two we pointed out previously. We've kind of already done this one though. Yeah, all all the main custodes are up five. A couple of the characters went up, and a couple of the Forge World ones went down. It's going to net you like a couple of less custode models per army, I think but you're already not going to run 10 mans anymore anyway. So I think it'll be custodes plus an ally. I think it's going to be the army. It's going to be custodes yep. plus some cheap scoring units but, somewhere. But, mate, um, um, Virtus Praetors went down 10 points a model. Watch out. Yeah, the, look, yeah, so... They're coming for you. I, I kind of don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, I that's think fair. I, I don't care either. It's going to make no difference. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vinatari did go down 35 for 5 So yeah they're two, 200 points for 5 of them Actually doesn't sit them too, too off the too off the, the same points as Custodia Guard Actually So would you take uh, you know 5 Custodia Guard for 250 Or would you just go for 6 Vinatari at, three, at 400 Wait no wait, wait a second No they're 3 and 6 never mind All good yeah. in the hood <laughs> They're not quite that cheap I forgot um, the Custodia Guard yeah. were pricing on 4 and 5 Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's fine. I think the army is still playable. I, I actually think custode players are going to be pleasantly surprised at how much fun the small units are to play. I think they're going to. It's going to be much, like I said before, a much better experience for all involved. Uh, next up, we have Admech, and uh, they can only go up from where they were. So let's hope that is the case, because they were uh, in the bottom three factions in the game both for playability and win rate. So it wasn't even like the the faction experts were doing amazingly with them. Like there's secret tech there, uh, but everything to my that I can see went down. What are some? Key yeah, look, units? I, I don't, I don't know enough about what's actually important here. To be completely honest, like you yeah. know, everything went down, so you get more of everything. I don't Correct. know which units are actually like turbo overcosted versus just normally overcosted. Well, um, I can, so I can tell you that yeah. the units that we that I see, like Catafron breaches, are down five points per three. Which doesn't sound like a lot. Same for the destroyers. Uh, Onega Doomcrawler stayed the same. That doesn't matter. Where's the Cerberus Raiders? They're down uh, 15 points for three, so 30 points for the, the full six. Where is the Sakarans? They're down two points per model, essentially, is how I'm seeing it. And the Dragoons, yes. That's the real money, yeah? Dragoons are down five points a model. Sure. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Checks yeah. out. Sorry, 7.5 points per model. Ooh. No, no, I was but, correct. No, I was correct. Fifteen points be. model. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I read hard. This, this is it's hard. <laughs> um, so the two units that got buffed though, um, Skatari Rangers is down thirty-five points for ten. 
and Vanguard is down 20 points for 10. So Vanguard down two points per model um, ranges down even more. Yes, the min-max here is obviously taking a boatload of those units that got buffed and significant points drops. Um, But again, I don't know enough about this faction to know what's actually meaningful here and what's not, to be honest. Fair enough. On to the big one then. Uh, Adeptus Titanicus. No, joking. Uh, (laughs) Eldar. Nothing changed. Eldar. All right. Lots to chat about here. Um, Fundamentally, everything went up in points, but also fundamentally, I still think it's the best faction in the game. What do you think? Ooh, I'm not sure. Be pretty close. Oh, no, Necrons are better, man. Yeah, see, I... Oh, I keep thinking Necrons are better, but you've pointed out some good ways that people can uh, can bug out Necrons, and I'm starting to see that as well. Like uh, um, precision is going to become a huge deal, and precision and um, movement modifiers will become a huge deal if Necrons really start dominating. Uh, but like Yinkan is up 80 points, it could have been 180. I would have been happier. <laughs> Uh, what about the Wraith Knight? I think it went up uh, 45, yeah. 35, 35. 475 up to 510. Mm-hmm. Wraith Guard are up uh, 20? Were they 320 for 10 before? Uh, yeah, 340 now. So 30 points for 10 went up. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, both Parseers are up a little bit. Fire Prism's up to 180 from 160. Um, the D Cannon's up to 125 from 110, I think. Yep, Fire Prism's um, up 30 points, 150 to 180. Yep. That's pretty significant. Yeah, um, and then, like, Shadow Spectres are 95 for 5, 125 with the Exarch. That kind of hurts. Um, what else really matters? Warp Spiders are up 5 per 5. That's um, fine. That's just that's... up 20. That's it, Was really? Jester 70 before? Was it 70 uh, before? Death Jester is up 20. You're exactly right. They're 90 now, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know most of this. I'm just guessing by how many lists no, are WTC. I've, I've got the changes um, here, so you just really The Warwalk is up 15? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and then so, a few yeah, of the other like, look, attacks are up and stuff. So I actually priced up. Uh, so Ben Jurek's going to a major this week, um, or the weekend just gone by the time you're hearing this, and he took pretty much the ubiquitous, you know, um, double spinner, double fire prism, single hornet, single wall worker, you know, warp spider, um, specters, wraith knight, uh, Yin Khan package went up just under 300 points, went up 222, so 290 points for essentially the meta Eldari list. And I got to say, more. Insert dot gif more. <laughs> Destroy them. So my my fear is there is just another layer um, of dumb crap that we haven't seen out of this army, uh, this faction, that are probably about to be uncovered. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for another six months of Eldar being the best army <laughs> in the game. It's going to be great. I want to price up. So Void Weavers is one that I actually think got hit with a bit of foresight because I think things like the Void Weavers, the Hornets, the Vipers, the War Walkers was the next, what I thought would be the next logical layer. These All these just min-maxing these amazing value light mech units um, that still have high enough toughness to kind of block out pe- everyone's like non-anti-tank weapons and still like roll 50-50s against melter guns and plasma guns and crap like that. But that was what I thought was going to be the next take. So that has been hit as well. But I still think that even if all the damage dealers out of this army got hit, um, they still just have a lull. We just played the mission better than you fallback. Yeah, everything's pretty expensive though, man. Like a lot of these infantry units are very expensive for toughness three, you know, four plus save dudes. So I, like, I, I don't think we're going to see 
uh, look, m- m- two weeks time, like two two weeks of data slate events, I'm going to go 55% win rate, I think. Yeah, I, I, I would be so happy with that, man. That'd be the best yeah. outcome. All right. Yeah, that, that's where I think it's going to settle. It's it's still obviously good. The stratagems are just so good. Uh, it's hard to think that the, you know, hard to think the book could be bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is essentially the <laughs> Agents of the Imperium. And all we need to tell you here is that for some reason, the Catalyst Assassin, the easily the best one, uh, <laughs> went down by 25 points. Hilarious. Down I, 90 points. I don't get it. I don't all. understand. <laughs> I understand why. It's so good. Apart from that, nothing really relevant changed, apart from what we've already said about the uh, the exaction squads and the voicemans and stuff. Um, moving on to Astra Militarum. You so, can take this one, Adam, because I don't know what's changed here, and I'm ready to be learned. So ridiculously high points increases on the indirect platforms. The Manticore went up 25 points, as did, I think, all the um, the but, 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 the Earthshaker car- carriage. Dude, the Earthshaker battery, 40 points more, 120 per. Um, and where's the um, the Medusa carriage went up 30. So if you were taking triple Earthshaker, your army went up 120 points for the triple Earthshaker batteries. So they they annihilated the indirect. But at the same time, they reduced all the points on the Lehman Russes and the other big tanks. Like I think the Rogel Dawn went down, yep, went down 25 points. Sentinels went up by 10, I believe, on both. No, here's a really cute thing, yeah? The tank commander went down 35 points. The tank commander can take any gun. The demolisher went down 20 points. So the Lehman Ross demolisher is 20 points. Doesn't give an order, and it's it, it gets the thing where it gets to shoot its cannon into combat. That's the ability, who cares? For five more points, you get to issue an order from your tank, and you get shoot on death. Like, from your For tank five commander. five more points. For five more points. Why would you just... <laughs> That doesn't seem uh, worth, mate. That doesn't not, seem worth. Not value. Should, would not do. Friend, essentially, it's free Overwatch when you die. Just free Overwatch. Just that ballistic skill. You just shoot them. Uh, it's absolutely bonkers. So Lehman Russes all went down. We'll see if they've gone down enough to make them relevant. Uh, but there are some really good stuff. Funnily enough, the best, one of the best units in the book, um, freaking Gaunt's Ghosts, went down by, I think, 15 points as well. They were already, like, almost auto-take uh, for me. But, yeah, yeah. I think Gar- I, I, I don't know why. Yeah. They, they can't be buffing these random loan op units. It's just annoying. Like, exactly right. Exactly it, it just right. makes them more auto takes. That mechanic is already busted enough. Mm. Well, see, that was the one thing that didn't get changed in the in the slate that I would uh, that I semi expected. Like I expected loan up to maybe go out to eighteen inches, unless you're epic hero or something. If you're epic hero or or even a leader that couldn't join a user or some crap like that. Like um, because yeah, it's a little, it's absolutely oppressive. All right, um, but yeah, I think the uh, Astra Militarum is one of the few um, factions that got the kind of Drakari treatment, but whether we'll see it's enough to create another archetype or it's just like they're kind of giving you a bit of a turd sandwich in exchange for the giant douche. (laughs) Because, man, the indirect got annihilated, absolutely annihilated. And and, and you know what? As it should, indirect fire being oppressive is terrible for the game well it's exactly what you said uh is the best unit um indirect or uh, uninteractive and it turns out like the best six units for astral time were all indirect platforms so they all got ghost mate gaunt's ghost was one of the best Uh, units and he doesn't have a gun it's pretty pretty interactive though yeah it is uh next up is black templars who made out like freaking bandits i gotta tell you i am so hyped for black templars dude primaris crusaders 20 primaris crusaders for 280 went down 40 points 
that's a lot of Primaris Crusaders for not a lot of points. I I 100% agree. Um, Do they do anything? uh, Well, they're just like 20 Space Marine bodies with a feel no pain. It's just kind of good value value as is, in my opinion. Yeah, the one guy who took it to WTC did really well, didn't he? (laughs) Did he? I mean, you mean mean Olivier? Yeah. Yeah, You're (laughs) tasted, mate. (laughs) Uh, Well, his list was freaking cool, though. Like, legit. It was um, cool. It just wasn't. I think he, yeah, I think he thought Vanguard Mate, vets could kill stuff and they can't. He was just a month, everything he, else about it was pretty cool. He was a month early. That's all we got to say. Yeah, actually was. He's got inside intel. He, is, I, yeah. I'm reporting him to G-Dubs. He's leaked his creator, whatever it was. He <laughs> uh, he knew this was coming. He did, 100%. Uh, undeniable. Uh, Grimaldus and Helbrecht, two of, actually, I actually think two of the best units in character leader units in the game both went down to 95 points from over 100 points so i had a i had a primaris crusader list that had like 60 primaris crusaders in it and i saved uh almost 200 points on that list and it was i I think it was already good enough as it was anyway um blood angels got similar treatment death company down to 230 for 10 death companies actually sorry 260 with the jump packs because you're always talking with jump packs uh is actually pretty good uh, in addition, Sangard at 350, so 35 points a model, is palatable for one unit, I think. Yeah. They still just don't kill anything is the problem. The combat so, weapons are actually just not good enough. So one unit of Sangard, I believe, is good. Any more than that is dumb. Because one unit of Sangard with your Warlord in it pops off in melee. Um, without the Warlord, sure, it doesn't get Sure, but you have, to take, you have to play Blood Angels, though, man. Then the whole <laughs> army has to... No, no, here's the thing, You're though, right? Like, right. It's actually a problem, because then the whole army has to be Blood Angels, and you don't have enough good units. That's fair. Um, where is the best unit in their army, which is the Libby Dread? Did it go down? So 170, what was it before? Libby Dread used to be... Uh, Libby Dread, yeah, went down 15 points. Dude, Libby Dread is good. If it was in a better army, yeah. Libby Dread would be apeshit. Bonkers. Yeah, definitely. Libby Dread just in normal Marines, I think, would be, oh, would be yeah. solid. Just send over the bombs every turn. But anyway, Blood Angels doing better than they were. We'll see how it turns out. You can tell me about Chaos Demons up next. Oh, it doesn't get any better. It's, uh, it's you know, the life of the demon player is cruel. Uh, so all of the stuff that was good or passable went up, uh, and nothing really came down. So Bellacore up 20. I think the Blood Letters are down 10. Uh, doesn't uh, matter. Down to, uh, uh, down, yeah, uh, 20, 20 points. Yeah, down one, 20, sorry, yeah, sure. Yeah. The blood, the Bloodthirster is down 30, but it doesn't matter because he's still pretty awful. Um, Demon Prince, the normal Demon Prince is down 10. Demonets are down 20, I believe. Um, Lord of Change is up 30. Um, Grand Unclean one is down like 30, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? They're amazing. <laughs> Um, Flame is up five points model. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, themes are down twenty per three, but it doesn't, again, it doesn't really matter. They're still not very good. Um, uh, Lord of Change went up thirty. Did you say that? Yeah, I, I did. Changeling's up fifteen, uh, and unfortunately, Shalaxi wasn't like wasn't an auto take at four hundred. She is certainly not an auto take at four hundred and fifty. She got um, shellacked. Oh, Shalaxi. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just not good. It's just not a good army. Uh, Sad. Dude. I really want uh, it to be good, but it's just not. Changeling. The only only one I agree with is the changeling going up fifteen. Apart from agree. that, yeah. should not have touched yeah. anything else. Everything. It oh, was I, fine. I, they weren't hurting anybody. Man, demonettes there to be like ninety points to get played the way they are. 
You are yeah, never nah. taking a 120-point demon nah. unit with, like, a 100-point character to go and hit things strength four. Where's the horrors? Pink horrors at? How much are they They cost? didn't change. 140. Okay. If they had to come down, I would be like... Blues are 125, my man. <laughs> Yikes. Hey, Screamers yeah. came down 10 points. Yay. Cool. Yep. Well, the crowd goes mild. Yeah, it's rough. I don't know why. I, I see if anybody was going to get the, the Drakari treatment where they, you know, hit the big guys, buff the little guys, and, like, take a bunch of points off the small demons, I thought it would happen. I actually thought it would happen here. Man, but, um, I, I thought yeah. all the lesser demons were going down 20 points a unit. I, I was so well, ready did, for it. Didn't they? And it turns out it's not even no. 140. Pigs didn't. Blue didn't. Oh, that's true. Um, You're right. Plague Bearers didn't get touched, did they? Plague Bearers uh, Plague Bearers did. Yeah, Plague Bearers went down to 20. Oh, okay. 125 sure. for 10 Plague Bearers. I might be okay. Yeah, it's not terrible. They don't do anything, but it might be okay. They, they don't do anything. That's true. All right, uh, I'll drop it Oops. down. Next up, we have Chaos Knights. You can tell us about this one as well, if you want. Yeah, Rampage down 10, Brigand up 10, Executioner up 15, Huntsman up 15. Carnivore, Carnivore best 20. night in the book, by the way, down 20. Best yep. night in the book, down 20, and the Stalker up 15. Well, Didn't touch just, anything else. It kind of covers for each of themselves, right? Because the, the Carnivore yeah. going down 20 covers for the plus 10 on the Brigands, right? If you took three yeah. Carnivores, you're breaking even. I, I'm net positive, mate. Um, Beauty. I, I'm actually net positive. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It, um, was, it was 15 on the um, Rampage and not 10, but it doesn't make a difference. Same shit. Oh, it was it 395? There you go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, still not playing the Rampager. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't quite know why they needed to. I, I didn't think they would need to change any of these points, to be honest. It was kind of fun the, the way it was. Brigand, brigands were cheap, man. That's true. 150 points for yeah. hitting on two yeah. platform plus one AP. It's like brigands were cheap. Um, don't why? know why carnivores came down because <laughs> I mean, it's the best night in the book. Watch out for the huntsmen's and the executioners, guys. They're just they're coming for you. And oh, those stalkers, fifteen points on the fact that they hit executioners and stalkers harder than they hit brigands. That's pretty. Funny. Do you know what it is, Adam? I think they're trying to stop you from getting fourteen. That's what I think it is. Oh yeah. I, I, this like, is the uh, this is the you're only allowed to play thirteen small knights. I that think that's might what be fair. Is. There might be like some magical tipping point that happens, but that's yeah. kind of fair. Or the 13 is a lot already. That's what I played at the VTC. It was yeah, great. Mate, it's a lot. All right. Uh, Chaos Space Marines up next. Interesting stuff yeah. here. So Abby went up by 30. Um, I love that a Curse Cult has stayed the same because I think at not 190 for 16 is actually pretty good. Uh, what else happened here do you know of? Uh, so Chosen went down. I'm not sure how much, but down to 110. They're pretty attractive at 110. Uh, down one point um, per model, essentially. Yeah. It was really, it was. Okay, sure. Um, Forge Fiend up 15. Uh, Obliterator's up, uh, is it five per model? They were one, yeah, five per model for a blitz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Possessed down a pointer model. Raptors down, uh, I think it's pointer model. Warp Talons down, I think, two points a model for Warp Talons. Um, Uh, They are down 30 points across a five man. Okay, so it's six a model, really? Yeah, 20 points points pop now. Yeah. That's not bad. Legionaries down 20, uh, and that's about all that really matters. The Rhino's down 10 points. Importantly, Terminators um, didn't change. I'm happy to see that they yeah. that they thought 390 was accurate, and I do believe 390 is accurate for them for unit of 10. Yeah. Um, they're probably uh, exactly where they I, should be. Yeah. I think CSM are in a really good spot. Me too. Um, Me too. I've written a, written a few lists today with one of my coaching clients who wants to take CSM to a GT next weekend. Um, and, yeah, I think they're in a really good spot. I think so too. The internal balance 
between the Oblitz and the Thorgies might have to change, but I think fundamentally they didn't lose much, and they, most of their Predators got hit pretty freaking hard. Most of the things that used to put them in the ground, just like out of hand, now can't do that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it, I think it's net, like I said, net, net neutral for that that army. I think the the power is going to be about the same as it was before. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, next up is Dark Angels, which I'll take. Azrael went yeah. down 15 Oh, will points. you, Adam? Will you take uh, the Dark Angels? Shush, out of the way, you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, not a lot changed, to be honest. Deathwing Knights stayed the same at 470 for 10. Um, but the, the fact that they're still getting play, especially at the top level, is a, a, enough for me to shut up about that. Um, pretty much one point per model came off all the other Terminators, the, the Command Squad and the, the Terminator Squad. Um, the Lion stayed the same. His best ability, which was the aura of four up against mortals, now doesn't do anything because that's, you know, devastating wounds changed. Um, Black Knights went down um, a, a, a five points for three, ten points for, for six, same as the, the Command Squad went down a little bit more. Command Squad went down three points per model. Um, sorry, five points per model. I still think that's not enough. They're still so expensive and they're very squishy. Sammy went down 15 points. Samuel is an extremely good model. Even if you're just playing by himself, he's an extremely good model. Um, so that is relevant. And then 10 points off the Talon Master at 105. So maybe they'll see some play now because they were languishing a little bit because they just kind of don't do anything anymore. Um, but yeah, for the most part, Dark Angel's relatively the same, essentially. As you're down 15, is hilarious because he's freaking amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. I don't really know. Again, I know kind of like a few of the Dark Angel units that matter, but it seems like it seems like nothing's really going to change there. I don't think. Nah, no. Nah, we're waiting for a Codex as well. We'll see what the Codex doth bring. Um, next up, we have Death Guard, and everything got better because everything got cheaper. So that is better. Yeah, I, I don't really, you know, I don't really know what's important here. I guess it's the the Terminators, Mortarian, um, Morty's down like, forty five points. Yeah, Plague Burst Crawlers went down. I think fifteen. Uh, One eighty before. They went down. They're 175 before. Went down 10. And what are the Terminators? How much did the Death Shrouds go down? I see they're 256 now. Blight Lords went down two points per model. And where are the Death Shrouds? Uh, Death Shrouds went down 15, so went down five points per model as well on all Termies. That's not bad. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Blight Drone being 100 feels good. Yeah, it does. It actually does, doesn't it? Um, Mythic Blight Haulers, which I know we're getting play, uh, they went down 15 points per model. They're 100 points each as well. That's actually not too bad. Um, Plague Marines is now 80 for 5. Um, actually, not too bad. Actually, actually don't mind them at 80 points for 5 because they are very durable for just sitting objectives, so 80 points doesn't feel too bad. Yes, it, it's weird. It's 80 for 5, but it's 110 for 7. So the yeah. seven, the extra 2 costs you less per model than less. the uh, 5 do. Oh, look at that. Yep. Be Femi, boys. It pays to be Femi. Incentivized. Uh, Typhus is 100 points. That seems pretty good. Yeah, dude, the Taliban. I don't know what he does, but he's only forty-five points. That seems very cheap. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, seems seems okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, mate, forty-five points for anything is pretty good these days in this economy. I agree, um, but yeah, hopefully. Discard we'll... Icon Bearer is forty-five as well, mate. I have mate, no idea what that unit does. Yes, yeah, watch out. The icons are coming for you. Uh, Death Watch uh, are dead. Um, <laughs> essentially, uh, their uh, veterans went up. Um, Two points per model uh, for the, the Death Watch veteran squad. The Fortis kill team stayed the same. Protus kill team uh, went up 
the same again. So the veterans and the Proteus are the really things that got touched. The Spectrus went down uh, at one point per model, as did the veteran bike squad went went down a couple of points per model. Um, not a huge amount of changes. All the changes here happened with their strats and essentially their best unit. The des- the, the Deso is getting nuked it. Yeah, I, I think that Death Watcher still okay, but they're definitely not as good as they were. Just wait and see with the Codex. Maybe that'll revamp a bunch of the internal balance of different units, and maybe the yep. Death Watch is just putting their rules on a bunch of non-Death you know, Death Watch-specific units, like many others, like Blood Angels, for example. Uh, tell us about yeah. Drakari, mate. I count 17 changes, and none of them matter. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, it's kind <laughs> of sad. So ra- ra- keynotes of Ravages went up 20. Um, yep. which is probably fair because Ravages were really good. Amazing. Uh, a whole bunch of the combat came down. Witches are down uh, 30, I think. Um, Incubi are down two points a model. Draz is down like 20. Um, yep. It just doesn't matter because the combat's garbage. Um, Cabalite's down 10, which is nice. Uh, Talos, I don't... No, Talos didn't change. Um, no, that didn't change. Scourges are down, are down two points a model. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, like I think it all just adds up to net neutral. Like when you take your cabs, take your ravages, you mm. take your like you know your, your mandrakes or your scourges or whatever else go in that army. I think it's just net neutral. I think you end up with the same number of points essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. doesn't really help them very much. Well, hopefully then the meta changes are enough to give them a new lease on life. We can only hope. Yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> let's go with I'm that. Not, I'm not too hopeful. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, GSC is up next, and they took a swathe of hits. In fact, I don't see a single... Oh, wait. Pure Strain Gene Steals went down one point per model. Apart from that, everything else that I can see here went up. Aberrants went up two points... Uh, sorry, uh, they're now 20 points extra for a 540 point. Dude, 370 for 10 Aberrants, that's uh, a choice now. You, you can't just order, order that in. That's huge. Yep. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Acolyte hybrids up to Duckles up yep. a little bit. Um, Where are the they, neophytes? Went up 30, three, uh, sorry, uh, 30 one, to 20, so yeah. one and a half. Oh, I've only got them here. It's oh. going up one point per model from 80 to uh, 90, 160 to 180. For the 20 oh, no, man. so it's 20 man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's 20 man. Yep. Um, importantly, um, like Nexos, the same, which was huge. Pri- Primus, Primus to 90. Yeah, Primus up five. That is uh, yeah. so, wait wait a second. Yeah, no, Primus is up twenty. Good, 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 good. I was about to say, yeah. please let some of their insanely value characters go up in points. Yeah, saboteur to sixty five. Yeah, that's kind of fine. You'll still you'll still take them. Maybe you don't take three yeah. anymore. But for the most part, this seems reasonable. I mean, Aberrance is going to be a hard sell at three seventy, but maybe you still just have to have them to play. They oh, they already weren't good. They I already were I, bad. I didn't rate them. I I much prefer just the more stuff approach. Um, yeah, and now they come back on fives if they die past turn two. Um, bit rough, bit of a rough sell. Um, Achilles Ridge Runners went up 10 points as well, and we know they are ubiquitous. You must have them, otherwise you just don't do damage. So, yeah, I see a lot of attacks here. There's possibly losing at least a, at least 150 points across your usual army. Well, you probably just don't take max characters because you can now. You can't. You exactly you right. You can't afford to. have to, you know... You actually have to make choices rather than just mm. taking everything. Yeah, legitimately. But the thing is, now you take less squads that don't come back as much. So you've, it's it's yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna have you're gonna have the premium squads and the non-premium squads, and 
you have to use them very differently than what you're used to. You can't be just throwing your crap against the wall and seeing what happens. Mind you, getting your stuff killed early might pay off because you come back on threes, but if you don't come back and you threw your stuff away, yeah, whatever. There's a lot to unpack with GSC. Um, yeah. Grey Knights. Yeah, you can't throw away aberrants at that price point, right? Absolutely. Like, dude. Oh, no. Yeah, freaking God, no. Um, right, tell us about GK's brother. Uh, what, what's what's important? Almost the same as, like, uh, like on a scale of Votan and others, you just have to rethink a Grey Knight army now because, essentially, you, you, you just got to, like, 100-plus points. A whole new unit can be can, come into every list. Um, Purgation squads, which previously they absolutely shot into the stratosphere points-wise, have come down 55 points. Yo, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, that's 55 points for five guys. Yeah. <laughs> Paladins, Wild. Um, have come down a couple as well, which is nice. Nemesis Dread Knights came down 30. It might be enough to see them get onto the table. Um, Inter- Interceptors came down 25 points, uh, so came down 5 points per model, which is very nice because they were off their guts over overcosted. Um, Terminators came down 15 for 5, 30 for 10. That's another nice change because these are some ubiquitous squads everyone's going to take. So essentially everything went down. Um, strike score has been the last one I'll point out. We went who came down two points per model. So five strikes that have you know two wounds each and a two plus save for 125 doesn't you, you it's you don't love it, but you're not going to hate yourself <laughs> when yeah for having yeah. him on the table. Yeah, cool. Well, hopefully it puts them back on it puts them back on the table because the army is actually cool. Like there's a lot of fun rules in JK. Just the units are a little bit too expensive. I 100% think they have the best rules of any, of actual rules. Their, their data sheets are all over the freaking place and none of them quite do enough damage, especially from range. Um, but their actual rule set is, I think, the best in the game. They're so good. They're so much fun. Um, all right. Uh, Imperial Knights, there's not much to say here except for yikes. Uh, well, there's only <laughs> only three changes. So Helverins and Warglaves to 150 uh, yeah. and Chemist Rex up to 460. Well, I don't so think that's... Down. So Candice Rex came down from 490 yeah. to 460, which is why I'm yeah. thinking he's he's the if you're gonna take one big knight um, and you can't think of which one to take, just put in Candice. Yeah, interesting, because he was actually getting play already. That he they brought him down. Yep. But yep. you know, all good, I guess. I guess right. not players are playing Candice Rex, right? <laughs> like that's kind of what's happening. Correct. Uh Leagues of Votan is up next, uh, with everything going down. Uh, the things that people have well, the things that I know that were already good is the Hearthguard, which came down uh 15 points for five, 30 points for 10. That was essentially the only good unit in their book. And now they are pretty well costed. 300 for 10 of them. And they are they are durable with a good save and minus damage. And Thunderkin is another one that some people have already been pointing out as possibly being where there could be some gas. Coming down 20 points for three, 40 points for six. 150 for six Thunderkin seems pretty decent value. You know anything about these guys? Uh, look, I, I just think that, you know, it, it's a danger thing, right? Because they, they buff the rules and they, oh, sorry, they decrease the points costs on everything. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're in any danger of Votan becoming, you know, next level, you know, top OP broken, you know, whinge about it on Reddit overnight. <laughs> but I, I think the points changes plus the, you know, the rules changes. Like I, I think Votan are going to be okay. I, I think I, there's going to be, be okay. some play here. Yeah, I actually, I, I really hope there is. And it looks 
pretty spicy. Like, I do like what I'm seeing. I still think the Hecaton's not good enough. I just don't think it does anything. But I think if you were to make an army of Hearthguard and Thunderkin and Sagittars, etc., if you can find any Sagittars, that is. They're 100 points. I think they're amazing. Um, you got, you're cooking. You're cooking with a decent list. Uh, next up, here is what I predict to be the unwelcome army into the new meta. This is Necrons. Biggest things yes. we'll point out here is that uh, Warriors went down in points. Warriors went down one point per model, and that is crazy. 220 for 20 guys. I not understand that at all. Whew. Well, I already thought... Um, I already thought Warriors were better than, than Lichgard, and that seemed to be what people were doing, They're either taking Lichgard or taking Warriors. Lichgard went up um, by 40 points for your 10-man. They're now 230 yeah. for 10 Lichgard, or you can have 220 for 20 Necron Warriors. And I yeah, absolutely this is, think... This is evidence that someone doesn't know what they're doing, honestly. <laughs> um, Could like, be. straight up, Do- Doomsday Arc's going up. They were garbage. <laughs> like, you know... Lichgard were not the best way to play. I mean, to be fair, Lichgard probably needed to go up with how durable they were, yeah, but not Lichgard with warriors, warriors coming down. Correct. Like, I, th- I yeah. think you put them both up. The fact that they they just yeah. literally pointed your nose directly towards uh, I, I, what I already thought was the be- was the superior option. As I mean, as long as you didn't play Eldar, which I mean, who cares? You you, you played Eldar, you lose anyway. Whatever. Um, I hundred percent. I thought Necron Warriors were better. Um, yeah. So Crypt Thralls are up ten. So uh, heavy destroyers are up five. So here's um, the thing: a unit of Necron warriors with two crypto thralls is the same points because they went down twenty, and the the crypto thralls went up twenty. So it's exactly yep. the same points as it is now. Did not change. That metric did not change, and it was already yep. crazy good. Uh, I think the reanimator went up though. Yeah, reanimator's up ten. So that's yeah. something at I least. Don't, I don't think any of the important characters have gone up. Where's, um, so hex marks went up 10. They, they were pretty important. But mind you, with GSC taking a huge hit, hex marks are probably way less needed. Um, yeah. Ghost arcs stayed the same. Ghost arcs were very good. What was the, what was the, was it, which is the, is it the Technomancer or the Crypto? Technomancer stayed the same. None of them None of them changed. None of them changed. None of them changed. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But so hey, yeah, like the, the Warrior Necron list is the best list in the game. I think it might just be the best list in the game. Yeah, we will see. We'll see if the nids, there's any of the NID stuff that can contend with it because they can throw just as much oppressive OC, if not more, from some of their builds. Um, and also, they have a lot of um, Battleshock spam. So they can just Battleshock you off your OC as well. Um, so Silent King down 50 points, probably still not enough, but I thought I'd point him out because it's cute. Who knows? Yeah. Um, did the did the Catan the problematic Catan shard go up? Uh, Trans Catan's three hundred now. I think it was two eighty before. Yeah, it's gone up twenty points. That's good. That's something at least. Um, all right. Uh, cool. All right. Next? Yeah. So I don't really know what has gone up or down. I assume it's almost all gone down. Um, so there's a couple of things that went up. The Beast Boss went up. Um, by yep. 10 points, which I think is, is good. No, sorry, 20 points rather, which I think is good. The Beast Boss was fundamentally yep. amazing. Uh, but apart from that, everything has pretty much stayed the same or come down. I'm going to try to see if I can find anything else that went up. Uh, I... Meganobs are just straight 30 points a model now. They used to be all over the place. Yep. Um, Yay. It used to be every Meganob you bought made the model cost a different amount. It was quite funny. <laughs> um, um, trucks to 60 instead of 50. I think that truck spam that's... was a little bit annoying. I think it's still, um, it's still alive and well, though. 50 or 60 doesn't break the bank. Uh, mech guns have gone up 10 points a model as well. Uh, apart from that, everything else looks like it's come down. Um, Big Track went up 15. So, yeah, they have been cognitive, cognitive of the the um, transport meta. 
they could have been around the corner, and they have hit that pretty hard. Like there was there was triple big track, a freaking six truck lists at WTC that have gone up forty five, one hundred and five points, just for that, just for the transports. Yeah, well, that's good. Again, that's- like oppressive MSU is a problem for the game as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, all their best their best infantry units, like you know, Stormboys stayed the same. Where are the commandos? Stayed the same. Um, looters went down in points weirdly in a bunch of different ways because they got spanners and weird stuff going on there. But here's the big one: Captain Vadrock down 15 points. Everybody, now we did it. Uh, Flash gets unchanged as well, so that that package went down by 15 points. Happy days. Yeah, nice. Um, uh, overall, I think orcs are going to be a huge player in the next meta. I think they're going to be right up there. Um, no yeah, worry definitely. about. No worrying about dev wounds picking up a 10-man of anything anymore. Yeah, I think Orcs are a stealth winner here. I think there's yeah. some, you know, s- some big wins for them there. Um, the Space Marines, I don't quite know how much I can speak to Space Marines with a codex around the corner because I'm not sure it yeah. matters. Everything I say right now is probably going to be Aggressors up, Aggressors up, sense down, like uh, the infiltrators two. up a little bit. Aggressors down by 10. Oh, sorry. For three, down by 20 for, for six. Oh, um, I thought it was the yeah. other way around. Okay. Nah, it looks like they're down. Like, like uh, the three gladiators, uh, I'll t- quickly it, are they tell you. the same? Uh, 160 the for the Lancer, 150 for the Reaper and Valiant. The Lancer went up 15. The other two came down five. So Yeah, it checks out. It, it does check Redem- out. Redemptor Dreads 210. I think it was like five points. It's not much in that. Uh, it's still not enough regardless, but I'll tell you no, right now. Not. No, it went down 15, but still 210 is too much. Yeah, and like Stone Guard are very slightly up as well. It's one point a model. Uh, yes, they are exactly correct. But yeah, a lot of the yeah. stuff we'll just be waiting to see what the um, what the Codex does to them. Terminators went down a fair bit. Terminators down um, uh, three points per model on reg- on your regular Terminators. Yep. Yeah, we'll d- we'll just have to wait and see on them. But moving on to Space Wolves, did anything? Uh, Bjorn went down forty points. Lol. Cute. It's going to matter? Probably <laughs> not. not. Probably like. Wait, Lucas <laughs> the Trickster's 50 now. Oh, I remember good. when this bloke came out. I remember when Space Wolves came out and he has the thing where when you kill him, he laughs and kills you with him. What yeah. What does this moron do? Let's let's look it up because I actually don't even know. <laughs> That's Lucius, not Lucas. Uh, I, yeah. I, I need to know what this bloke does for 50 points. So Thunderwolves are down um, 10 points for 3, 20 points for 6. Uh, Wolfguard, Wolfguard stayed the same. As did uh, Wolfguard on Thunderwolf went down fifteen. Da, 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 da. Wolf Lord on Thunderwolf stayed the same. Wolf Scouts went up. Wolfen went down by twenty points for five forty for the Max Squad. Skyclaws went down five and ten respectively for their unit size. Murderfang went down twenty as well. Longfangs stayed the same. Uh, Logan Gremnar being Santa on his sleigh down fifty five points. Thank you very much. Still just just demanding to be annihilated turn one. What's Lucas yeah, doing? I don't think it makes much difference. Oh, nothing. We're not going to talk about <laughs> <Nothing>. it. Nothing. <laughs> it's, it's, well, he does. It, it, it's, it's, if you really want to know, go look it up yourself. But you'll be as disappointed as I was. I don't want to deny that disappointment to, <laughs> to, you, to some of your listeners, Adam. Uh, I, I, want, I want your listeners to feel that disappointment the way that I felt it. I respect that. I respect you looking out for us, mate. But suffice to say, Space Wolves actually got a lot of de- a lot of decreases on a lot of their more their most thematic units and uh, flavorful units. So hopefully they see a little play there. Um, I have actually legitimately heard good things about some people using small units of Thunderwolf Cav. Um, so maybe there is something there for 90 points for three for a good amount of movement and toughness. So we'll see if that comes true. Um, we've got a couple left. Tau Empire. Um, I am 
crapping my pants about how good I think Tau Empire made out of this because everything went down. And I, I was of the opinion if any army could probably stay the same and maybe just have some slight tweaks, uh, Tau Empire would be it because I thought there was there were already situations where they were feeling oppressive. As a Space Marine player, a unit of six crisis suits is a world ender. And the fact that now I think it's pretty viable to take two by six, three by six, or, you know, triple riptide and two by six and stuff like that. Freaking terrifying. Yeah. It looks like everything's come down just enough that you fit, you know, quite a bit more in the army now. Yeah. Um, Riptide's down 55, man. Riptide's for 180. Oof. Yeah. Dude, Hammerhead's 130 now. Really good. Really good, man. Yeah. Um, the, but despite saying the crisis suits were, you know, crazy, they've, got, they've only come down five points a model. It's not ridiculous, but it's about, it's about how many points have been freed up around them, I believe. Um, cause yeah, I that's think still, that's still 30 for a six man, dude. That's actually like, it's pretty significant. It's pretty good. Yeah. So 360 for six of them. And they all come with, you know, more wounds and more guns than you can shake, shake a, uh, shake a fish at. But, um, there is a lot here. Broadsides came down 20 as well. Mind you, broadsides loot like with their feel no pain against mortals, like not even being a thing really anymore. Um, but still, ninety points for a broadside. Maybe you don't see the three mans anymore. Maybe it's just a couple of singles, like it used to be. But I still think they're pretty attractive. Yep, definitely, man. Uh, Fish of Fury came down a bunch of points, so twenty points off the Devilfish. And where is the Breacher team? Yeah, seventy-five for a Devilfish is very good. Where's the Christ? Where's the um? Uh, breach team up the top. Breach sorry, team. twenty-five points. Yep. Yeah, dude. So forty-five points came off a of fish of fury. Wow. Yeah, one one sixty-five for ten breaches in a fish is pretty. It's pretty solid. Pretty attractive. Um, yeah, and this this is going to be a thing. People are going to mm, play this. Absolutely, I think they're going to be a huge winner out of this. All right, um, into T Suns. What can you tell us here, man? Uh, yeah. So everything is up. Um, like everything that's good is up. Uh, most of the characters are up between 10 and 15. Uh, the Infernal Master is, what, 15. Exalt Sork on a Disc is 15. Araman is 20. 10. 20. Yeah. Both versions 20? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is a 20. 25. 25 uh, for the Disc version. 20 for yeah, the Walking. R- R- Rubrics up a point a model. Uh, Scarab Occult Term, he's up two points a model. Uh, Muta up 20. Um, Arama, uh, sorry, Magnus up 20. Um, yep. Uh, 30 for Magnus. Is it 430? Yeah, I, thought, I, thought it, I thought it was 420 before. Oh, why is it? Um, <laughs> Terminator Sorcerer up 10. Normal Sorcerer up 15. Yeah, all the characters have gone up. Yeah. Um, Which is where you're going to lose like a right? solid unit out of the army. Yeah, but so, that's where all the power was, right? The characters were literally yeah. like 95% of the power. So it was that plus yeah. flavor. Yeah, so like the army still functions exactly the same as it was before. You're just going to have one less unit essentially. <laughs> Yeah, does it um, significantly, okay. does it significantly hurt their chances with a couple of their biggest issue armies like, kind of getting kneecapped? Uh, no, I think they're probably fine, honestly. Yeah. All right, moving like, on. I, 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 I would still be happy to play T-Suns at a big event, honestly. Awesome. Uh, just, just all eight rounds next time? Yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> all right, two nids. Uh, we could probably do it. Is, is it worth talking about nids with the whole new book yeah. coming out that we well, don't have yet? Apparently these are relevant. Apparently this is the new this is the new points. So regardless of what's in the new book, this is what we're using. Uh, so yeah. I, I read off the thingy madoodle. Um, but there are a bunch of increases here. Barb Gorn's up ten, uh, so up uh, two points per model. Biovore's up uh, ten points per model. 
Uh, Card of Exorcist the same. <laughs> yeah, not enough. Destroy them. Absolutely destroy them. Uh, Exocrine is the same as well. That's a big deal. Death Leaper went down 10. Steelers are down a point per model. Haru Specs was a good one. Spade the same. Yeah, boy. Haru Specs, absolutely baller. Uh, funny enough, Hive Guard went up 10 points uh, for yeah, three. Weird. Points. Yeah, yeah, weird. I mean, who cares? 15 points on the Hive Tyrant. Hormigans went down five, so went down a half a point per model, which actually is probably significant. Uh, Maliceptors up by five. Neurogaunts uh, stayed the same. That's pretty nice. Neurotyrants stayed the same. Yeah, there's a lot here. Um, Parasite and Mortrex, who I think is pretty playable, went down by 10 points as well. Pyros stayed exactly the same also. Ravenous stayed the same. There's, yeah, there's a lot to like here. Rippers went down, or is that the Screamer Killer? Screamer Killer went down. <laughs> uh, went down 10 points. Lol. So the Screamer Killer, yeah, who's literally like half as good as the Hara Specs, still costs 45 more points. Yeah, it's it's probably fine. Such a lull. It's probably fine. <laughs> uh, Termigans stay yeah. the same, and yeah, whatever. Funnily enough, the the um the Tyrann effects for reasons totally unknown went up forty five points, despite in my opinion getting f- a, an actual nerf in the codex. If that is if that is correct, then these are the points that we that we used you know when that codex launches instead of ones in there. Um, that's pretty funny. Big one. Zoanthropes went up twenty points for three, forty points for six. That's actually pretty big. 20, wow, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was that much. Mm. Yeah, that, that's pretty big. They, they were too good, admittedly. Like, for what they were, they were too good. I, I agree. This, and I still think they'll get taken. Um, yeah. All right. Well, actually, this is... Oh, sorry, uh, last one. Sorry, I thought there was another one here. Um, do we have the World Eaters? Do you have any bead on this? Uh, I think it doesn't matter. Like, there's some points dropped, so I just don't think it matters. Well, the army is just functionally not good enough. Like, it isn't killy enough. The units are still too expensive. Like, six exalted eight bound is still 300 points. Yeah, I don't you know, understand that. Like, they have to cross. Like, yeah. they should get free rhinos, almost. You should almost just give them free yeah. rhinos at this point, just to get them back like, dude, in the Korn, game. Corn berserkers only function to give, like, a rule to a character. Like you pay a hundred points for five berserkers so that a master of executions can lead the berserkers. Well, that, that's literally how this army functions. It's just the points drops don't matter. I mean, it's nice The people will get more stuff and maybe just maybe they can like rumble in the B tier a little bit. Uh, but on some missions, but suffice to say, they just, they just function in the wrong phase of the game. Do you really get more stuff? I don't think you even really get that much more stuff. I don't think it's that significant. So 20 points coming off three eight bound, 30 points coming off the exalted eight bound. Still, like you said, 30, 300 for six exalted eight bound. Yikes. Uh, when it's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just yikes. Uh, Zerkers are 100 points for five. Um, I like 100 points for five Zerkers. I mean, it's, I mean, on paper, that looks they- good. Do you know what they do, man? They do literally nothing. They do negative yeah. damage. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you pay you don't pay you pay the same for like plague marines. Wait, no, plague marines are eighty for five. That is actually pretty funny. So yeah, corn berserkers precedent put them down to eighty. Uh, corn lord of skulls forty five points dropped off that guy. Um, but then all these yeah, rules so got it's a back, worse. It's back where it started. Because it was 460. I, dude, it did not need to go up. It made no sense of going up. Uh, 20 points have all come off the Demon Princes and the Defiler, the Forge Fiend. Uh, but 20 points have been put onto the Forge Fiend. 10 off the Hellbrutes. And the rest doesn't matter. Um, did the Land Raider go down? Land Raider went down 15. 
maybe maybe you can just cram enough stuff in enough Land Raiders it's one day. And uh, t- uh, one point per model came off their Terminators. But yeah, that is the wrap-up. The extensive. Don't tell us we don't take our time. Thank you very much. The last week you said I we were rushing our way through a two-hour episode. Uh, that was a hilarious comment. This, this comment's just for you. I love you. Thank you for watching. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on, man. In, give us your like closing thoughts on this uh, balanced data slate and points changes. Uh, it's net positive. Uh, like in general, the game is going to be better for more people. You know, there are definitely some things that haven't gone far enough. There are some things that have gone a little bit too far. But uh, look, man, I, I'm really excited. Like I, I'm really keen to go to you know a couple of 40k events and see what wins because you know I, I think it's kind of up for grabs. You Straight know, up. I haven't played in a yeah. 40k event in 10th edition yet because I actually legitimately haven't looked at it with enough. I mean, I've still played like 20 something games, but they've all been like garage games, picks ups, just lolling and rolling dice with mates. Um, I haven't. Yeah, how, how many times you lose to me? Heaps. It's great. Sorry. <laughs> Don't want to just keep um, going. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I like, got him. <laughs> I haven't been that excited. And now I am. Legitimately, I'm, I have spent uh, a good. Every moment that I've spent on my toilet since uh, the, the thing dropped has just been building lists, building lists, building lists, rather than being on Facebook, you know? Um, all the breaks, little breaks I get between work, building lists, building lists, building lists, looking at the slate and trying to disseminate as much information as I can. So really exciting to feel uh, invigorated about the game again because I do have to say the first part of 10th was pretty, you know, pretty uninspiring. But now I am wholly ready to embrace this edition. Um out of 10, mate, how good would you say this uh, pass has been by G-Dub? Oh, let's go eight. I think, I, I think it's pretty good. I think it is super. This might almost be the best one they've ever done. Or I think they've only ever done one better than this. And this was, I think, the was the second or third pass that hit Nids and Harlequins and brought us into the Nephilim meta. I think that was the only, one that I've, only time I've seen them do a better holistic job than this. I'm going to give it a nine. Um, oh. But yeah, super. Is that stretch. only because the game was awful before they did it, though? Yeah, but it was awful before they did the Nephilim one as well. With Tyrion is just like ruffle stomping, <laughs> you know. Yeah, okay, that, 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 that's fair. That's um, fair. It wasn't as, but you were correct. It wasn't as oppressive as Eldar has been here. That's undeniable. Um, all right, mate. On that note, feel free to plug your ways again, and we'll go over and uh, record that part two. Yeah. Um... I th- oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, the theartofwar40k.com. I do coaching there. I write lists. I, you know, help people get better at 40k and do things and win events and stuff like that. I don't know. If you're interested, you probably already know that it exists. If you don't, go read about it. Yeah, that's probably the worst, most scuffed promo ad ever. But you know what? I work in marketing. I've spent all day doing it. I'm not really... Keen on doing Fair. some in my free time anymore, mate. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Apologies. I won't make you do it in the future. I'll just do it for you. Um, no, 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 no. You get, I get my plug. I, I come <laughs> here for an hour and a half. I, I, I earn my plug. <laughs> you absolutely do. Uh, and hopefully you guys have enjoyed our hottest of hot takes. Uh, please to be taken with a grain of salt, especially on the factions that we do not play. Uh, but hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and we'll see you on part two. Thanks very much, Matt. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, brother. Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under, a content review podcast for Warhammer 40K. 
Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Produced by Seamus Ronan. Enjoyed the show? Want your lists reviewed and the content you heard put into practice? Sign up to our Patreon and connect with us online or on Facebook. Just search for Art of War Down Under. Signing out from tomorrow.